just create. I'm ready to create now. No, not yet. Hold on. No, let's create now. Welcome to the arena. Welcome to the arena. This is Archer Almighty. This is Archer Almighty. And this is Elevated Thoughts. And this is Elevated Thoughts. Man, that was awesome, dude. High five. Bam. That's gonna go in the garage. Gotcha.
choice. Like, um, yeah. live in the closet or die. Uh, that's not Because no one has ever said. Ultimate. I'm gonna tell you how it's a choice. And just from my experience, doesn't mean that it's right. Doesn't mean that it's wrong. Just from my experience. I have only been attracted to black men since I was 13 years old. I dated plenty of white guys, but as far as the sexual attraction, it was never there. I dated, like, when I was like, you know, I don't care what you think. I'm me, and I'm going to do me. I know people that are being gay, like, they whole life, you know, older, older, like, and they people see them being gay. They whole life, they never did, they never had, you yeah. know what I mean? So, I mean. Well, and nothing wrong. Those people are the key. They are not sides. the rules. They yeah, are the exception. I get and I get that. And I do get both sides. But the fact of the matter is, I've lost jobs. Because, oh, you a nigger lover? We're going to have to let you go. Okay. You know, when I left home at 17, my mother said, it's the nigger of me. That was her exact word. And don't get wrong, I love my mother. We've made all kinds of amendments. Bye. I left home. I never went back. I never asked for a red penny. Now, if I hadn't had Mama and Renee, would my life have been much, much, much harder? Yes. But they weren't with me in society. They weren't being... No, they weren't being bashed. They weren't being harassed. They weren't being stalked. You know, I mean, I had people even coming after me wanting to kill me because I was a nigger lover. Well, bitch, come on. You got to bring it to get it. Was I scared to hell? Yeah, I was scared to fucking death. <laughs> but I'm not going to apologize for being me. I didn't go out, you know, and try to, oh, look, this is my man. I didn't try to rub it in people's faces. But if we wanted to go to dinner, we were going to dinner. I would sit there, and if they get to look at it and get on my nerves, I'd say, can I help you? I was just never the one. If I'm ashamed to be with you, then I have no business being with you. If you're ashamed to be with me, then you have no business even speaking to me. I mean, there's no point. I took years and years and years and years of it, you know. My family, your babies are precious, they're gorgeous, but what about all the hardship we're gonna face? I said, I tell you what, they got boy in them, and they got rigged in them. I ain't worried. I don't know about the Britain side yet, because that was early, I said, but I'm not worried about it. They're who will be strong, independent people just like me. Not gonna break. When I went back to my 10 year class reunion, everybody that had harassed me, picked on me, bullied me about everything, all apologized. One person even got up with the phone. I don't need your apology. It still doesn't validate anything. I'm the same person I was 20 minutes ago before you knew. And I guess it's wrong on my part to feel like that everybody should be not afraid. You know, be you. This life is so short. You don't have time for this bullshit. Be you. If it's your time, it's your time. That's just my outlook. And that's a product of time and environment. But the reality is. And now it's going to be good. You can ask a couple of That the number of suicides and death among gay, trans children say that they're not be the society has been made to feel safe enough to be themselves. And, but here's the, and whether, you, whether you're strong enough to make that choice or not, 
and, and saying that they're not strong enough to make their choice in themselves is problematic because the, the reality is you shouldn't have to be strong enough and fearless enough to decide you don't put your life on the line to live. The, the issue isn't, isn't no, you shouldn't have, but that's the world we live in, and that's just reality. That's just what it but is. But it'll continue to be the way until people push the change forward. But that's the, to me, that, but, but to your interracial relationship, I, we couldn't be in here and doing be what we are today unless people like you said, no matter what your problem with the issue is, we're going to be, and we're going to be out loud, and you're going to let feel like you was forcing your lifestyle to choke on anybody, but that's how they felt watching you at the restaurant. Why can't y'all stay at home? Why couldn't you go to the black side of town? But did you see me up screaming? No. You may not have been screaming at the top of your lungs, but your defiance and your 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 choice to say we here we not going. What are you looking at? Is and other people were screaming for you. True. There were people who were actually did get killed. There were people. Yes, there were. Had to go through courts and Supreme Court systems to make sure that we could just marry and be. So until it was. Imagine. A change in the culture that shifted interracial relationships to be more accepted. Just like right now, there is a change in the culture that is going to shift people to be more accepting of trans and heteros and homosexual people. And it just is what it is. And so you tell people won't feel infringed upon and whatever, but they just gonna have to deal because and the that's culture wants to push forward. Exactly. That and that's my whole point. You have to do to me. You're just not being you. You're not true to you. And I feel, and I could be completely wrong, don't get me wrong, but I feel like a person that feels like suicide is an answer, you already have some mental issues anyway. That's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Well, of course it does. But that's because you don't think. I think the thing is, and I, and I get it. Some people are definitely too weak minded to be able to be strong. Because here's the thing as a person of a, a certain sexual orientation, or as a person of a certain race, or as a person of a member of a certain gender, it shouldn't be my job to make you accept. It shouldn't be my job to educate you. It should be my job to make you feel comfortable. If you have the problem, I'm me. I was born this way. I can't change anything. And I guess that's always been my mindset. You know, I'm not asking you to accept it. I don't care what you think. I'm doing me. And I think if more people... Uh, I don't know. Maybe if if more parents instilled that in their children. Then maybe non-normal yes. way of most people want acceptance of some type from somebody. True. But you know you're gonna have you're, you're not talking about cultural norms changing and shifting. Yeah, you're talking about. 
something that's deeply ingrained in you. Because I was wanting to actually change. And I, and I, I don't think that there's something that
Where what? I thought that I could be, so I didn't. I was going to say, were you ever told no? I no. wanted to be into nasty. I was talking about sports. <laughs> manly sports, she was really definitely told no to <laughs> anything that was manly. <laughs> I don't know, like I said, I was uh, silenced because I got in trouble a lot for talking to class, so I became really shy. So I would want to make sure that that happened to my child. I would want my child to be more outgoing than I was. Because I was active, but I wasn't outgoing. Like, I had to make sure I was in everything. Because I wanted to make sure that I had to make sure I was good on paper. But, like, I didn't fool with people. I was just, like, popular by default. Like, I was in everything. So everybody knew me. But I didn't really talk. And all my friends, for the most part, were in the grade. Well, my closest friends were in my grade, but like Kim and Kiki, and then we didn't really hang out <coughs> at all. Especially me and Kim, we didn't really start hanging out until college. Wow. I never really paid attention to that. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, that's nasty. That is, I was talking about the clumpy milk. Because yeah. it was from her cereal. That's the first thing I know, but that's the first thing I know. <laughs> they ran out of milk and she poured it in this coffee cup from her cereal. Yeah, that was coffee. So she had already used the coffee milk. I think it was just coffee because it was cereal. She, she poured it into coffee as well. She poured milk and cereal. See, that is what I got from it. What I got is when he got that and it boop, boop. It was already clabbered. No, it was empty. It was empty. Oh, well, see, that's not yeah, what I got from this. I thought it was about a clabber. <laughs> and she's like, oh, huh. And, and so she's going to dump her clabbered milk in his coffee. That's what I got. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is dumb. Milk and cereal in his coffee. <laughs> 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 we ain't that close. Yeah, that was so disgusting. I was like, I don't care. I don't care if we've been married for 30 years. Oh, that's why I said, Lynn, of course, you got mad her boyfriend, so now Lynn's her YouTube channel.